Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Well, my name is Sean Wadiemi. Most people know me as Sean, but I prefer Sean, if you can pronounce that. <laughs> and both the cards and the online version have suggestions of things that you can do next. My reason for wanting a simple life, my reason for not wanting a simple life may be because um, I want to travel. People go, oh my gosh, I had no idea that that was why I was doing what I was doing. And it totally opens their eyes. Are they innate in the sense that this is who I am and this is who um, I'm always going to be, or do they change and evolve as our lives, lives change? Excellent question. Many habitudes can change. Um, I've done it. I've, like I said, I've, I've, my wife's done it. It's really a big eye opener. Thank you for tuning in. You're listening to the Dollar Savvy Podcast. Choose your host, Sean Adeyemi, President and Senior Financial Planner at SA Capital Advisors. This is the Dollar Savvy Show. Thank you once again for joining us. I am your host, Sean Adeyemi. On this episode, we are continuing our conversation with Sybil Solomon, founder of Money Habitudes, a quick, fun, and effective tool that helps people discover their money personalities. I highly recommend you listen to the first part of this interview, which you can find at essaycapital.ca slash e20, or just go back to the previous episode before this, wherever you listen to your podcast. And here is the rest of my interview. I think it's one of those areas in marriage where we make assumptions about the other spouse and begin to make judgments and um, see them in a negative light. And we we sort of we ignore our own money habitudes and only see the strengths of our own personality or mindset on money and only see the negative on the spouse. And by making those assumptions, create even deeper wedges between Uh, between each other when it comes to couples. So understanding that just, I mean, just looking at thinking about your story here, it's it, by just by having that conversation and opening those communication lines to, to this is who I am. And this is how, and this is why I thought, um, Oh, I I made these decisions. It's because of this, 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 it's, it's an interesting thought. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a funny story about me. Um, my husband and I have been married for 45 years. It's been a long time. Right? Wow. Yes. So when we were married for 16 years, it was most marriages that are long-term marriages, um, they have many ups and they have many downs. And mm-hmm. during those down periods, it could be really very tough. So we were having a really bad down period. Money was very, very short. Um, I was working multiple jobs while my husband was trying to start a different business. And it was just a really tough time. And then came Valentine's Day. And my husband ordered me 
this wonderful chocolate tort from Harry and David's. And if you don't know Harry and David's, they're pretty expensive, much more so back then, um, kind of exclusive, really wonderful mail order place. Mm-hmm. And their stuff is fabulous. So he knows that I love chocolate and he knew that Harry and David was really good. And he orders me this chocolate tort for Valentine's Day. And um, I open it up and I see that it's from Harry and David's. And I know that it's expensive. It was probably like Mm. 30 some dollars plus shipping and handling, right? And I went crazy. I'm not normally this crazy person, but it was like, how could you spend our money like this? Why would you do this? I don't want this. Mm. Get it out of here. I went nuts. And I don't know whatever happened to that chocolate tort. But he took it out of the house. I don't know if he and our sons enjoyed it later on or not. (laughs) I've never asked him what happened to it. But I wasn't aware of habitudes at that point. And Mm -hmm. my feelings were so hurt that I didn't realize how important security was to me. And the reality is that $30, $40 was not going to make much difference in our life at that point. We were having a hard time. But to me, it was like, he didn't understand me. How could he Mm -hmm. possibly care about me when he would spend money so frivolously when I'm working so hard to try and make ends meet? Make things work. Right? I had absolutely no appreciation for the fact that he really thought about what I would like and went Mm -hmm. out of his way to to splurge in a way special just for me. Mm-hmm. You know what? I didn't really understand that until 20 years later. <laughs> um, wow. and, and, I, and had he understood how important the security was to me, and if I had understood how important his being spontaneous and planning and thoughtful was, um, we could have avoided a really terrible scene. <laughs> mm-hmm. So a, a lot can be avoided by really knowing your money personality and your spouse's because then it allows you to, I guess, have the proper expectations of each other. Mm -hmm. Uh, Because I think expectations is one of those, it's one of those things that in marriage that cause disappointments, that cause hurt because we're expecting something else from somebody else, but we don't realize we're expecting um, something that either they cannot give or it's not natural to them, and vice versa. Right. Um, and so it, it, it further creates conflict. And you said something initially, which I 100% agree with. Uh, most money fights are not really about money. Right. Uh, there are deeper issues at play than the money itself. I believe the money is just a symptom. Uh, the money is just... The money just um, is it, it masquerades problems or issues or hurts or pains or past experiences that we've had, and just like you said, uh, communication in this case using money habitudes helps uncover some of those things and begin to relate with each other, um, with each spouse, uh, properly. Uh, it also helps highlight the, uh, I guess the the advantages of each habitude. And the disadvantages, because once you know what the advantage of your habitude is, uh, you know, and you know, also know what the disadvantages are. You know the things to watch out for. If I'm security conscious, uh, yeah, that's great because it means that automatically I'm thinking about 
I'm, I'm, I'm making sure that our money is, is, is being spent well. But the flip side of that could be that enjoy life a little. Um, your spouse may be tired and bored and exhausted from work and a little spontaneity and a little uh, splurging here and there, obviously within limits, can do a lot to the health of that marriage. And so um, I, I found you two really great. I found it helpful. I actually plan on on ordering the physical cards because uh, I've been using the online version for a lot of our clients. Um, I've done it. My wife's done it. I did it with my dad uh, a few days ago. And um, I, I plan on ordering a whole a whole lot more because sometimes it's, it's even fun to play it in a group with other people and, 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 and talk about and have this easy money conversations that uh, money doesn't need to be a taboo. It doesn't need to be something that causes stress in marriages. Uh, you mentioned you were t- you were working on a couple's guide or a revision of a couple's guide. Can you tell us a little more about that? Yes. So the cards are so easy to use that there's one card in there that has all of the directions to do it and to interpret it. Um, so mm-hmm. you really don't need anything more than that to just play mm-hmm. it. On the other hand, what the guide does is it walks you through it. It gives you some examples um, it makes it a little easier if you're sitting down with each other, you're having a date night, or you, you're just agreeing to talk for, for a little bit. It makes it um, nice to have this because it walks you through it and gives mm-hmm. you more things to talk about. When you do the online version, there is um, a full report that comes so that when you're done, you still have all the same information and you could still you know, talk about it. But what the guide does is it just sort of breaks it down much more in terms of a conversation of look Mm -hmm. over your things, here's some things to look for. And then the most important questions are, how are you alike? And how does that work for you? Is that, you know, Mm -hmm. how are that good? And what's the downside? Is there a downside to being alike? And that could be having the same habitudes or having some things in common. And then the opposite of where are you different and how does that balance it? How does that compliment, help you complement each other before mm-hmm. you go into, and what might be the downside of that? And both the cards and the online version have suggestions of things that you can do next so that mm-hmm. if you feel like you want to make some changes. Um, one thing I wanted to say about the conversation is that frequently when people say, you know, we need to sit down and talk about money, what they're doing is they're talking about bills and credit cards and expenses that are coming up. A lot of people don't like talking about numbers and they certainly don't like talking about money. And what Money Habitudes does is there's no mention of dollars and cents and credit cards and loans and all of that stuff. It's really mm-hmm. helping you understand What's behind the way that you you look at this? So it gives people a common language. It gives them a way to look at things from different perspectives. And Mm -hmm. it makes it easy. So if you start with that, um, and if you use the guide, uh, you just get a little more depth in terms of understanding each other. And one of the things that you had mentioned was that when we come into marriages, we not only have expectations, we have assumptions. 
And right. a lot of times we assume that the reason that a person wants the bigger house is that they're just trying to impress people. Right? Yes. Um, it's not necessarily that they're trying to impress people. Maybe they want the bigger house because when they were a child, they were never able to have their friends over. They were never mm-hmm. able to um, enjoy having a garden. So when they're talking about a bigger house, they have a whole different reason than what the other person's assumption might be. Mm-hmm. And when they do the money habitudes cards and they start those conversations, they start understanding better without talking about, are we talking about a hundred thousand dollar house or a $500,000 house? You know, we're talking about really what's motivating us. How do we get intimate? Mm-hmm. We're talking about our values and what's important to us and the things that have shaped us and that continue to shape us, the experiences we have, uh, the experiences we uh, we want to avoid uh, for reasons which might be different from yours. We both might want to avoid uh, poverty, for instance, uh, but for different reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. One person, or let, let's not even say poverty. I don't want to be. I, I don't want a simple life. And my reason for wanting a simple life. My reason for not wanting a simple life may be because. Um, I want to travel. I want to do other things, which may not necessarily be bad things. But your reason for having not wanting a simple life may, may also may be because you want people to like you. You want to be outgoing. You want to be perceived in a certain way. And so, what this is doing here is uncovering the reasons why, even though the re- even though the the, the 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 things you want to accomplish may be the same, but understanding the values beneath um, how foster a deeper relationship and deeper conversations. One one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, is it possible for a person's money habit to change uh, based on the circumstances or stage in life they are? um, Or like our our money habitudes, are they innate in the sense that this is who I am and this is who um, I'm always going to be? Or do they change and evolve as as our lives change? Okay. Excellent question. Money habitudes can change. So there's nine nine statements for each different habitude. The chances are if you get all nine statements in, let's say, security or in giving, that's a very strong one. And mm-hmm. unlikely that you're going to flip totally and then get a zero another time. Um, but in general, it's it's the way that we respond emotionally to money. So for some people, if they get paid once a month and um, the day before they get paid when they're feeling really like there's no money left, they may respond mm-hmm. differently than if they've just gotten paid or just gotten a bonus. Right? But all of us, in fact, can change. And we've seen people go, oh my gosh, I had no idea that that was why I was doing what I was doing. And it totally opens their eyes. So I had one woman who was um, in a little breakfast thing that I was asked to speak at. And she said she was in her late fifties. And she said that when she did the cards, she came out as carefree. And I don't know what it was that she read. She said, these cards changed my life. Mm. That, Her husband had always wanted her to 
pay attention to their money, to be involved with their money. She was like, no, totally avoided it. And after she did this and she realized what it was that was behind her being carefree. And again, you know, you never know how people are going to make connections. She went, she actually took the Dave Ramsey um, financial peace class. Um, but she needed skill. Right? Um, yeah. She talked to her husband and she said, these cards changed my life. Right. Mm. We've had the first few times this happened. I didn't believe it, but now it's happened enough over the years. I do believe it is I have had um, marriage counselors tell me. And actually, I had a guy in the army tell me the same story who worked with couples. And all of these couples were having problems and were looking to become divorced. And the guy in the army said to me, um, he took the cards in and he said, I'm an army guy. I, I like, I'm nuts and bolts. I don't like all this touchy feely conversation, chit chat, but he had used them in another situation. So he brought them into his divorce class and the divorce class were um, for the, <clears throat> for the servicemen and women that were planning to get divorced. And all mm. his class was about is here's the money piece that you need to know of what it's going to cost you and what you have to think about. So he brought the money habitudes cards in and he just gave them to the people, said, read the green card, do it, and then talk to each other. And he said he'd use those cards at that point like five or six times with classes. Um, and he said only two couples afterwards said they were going to go through with the divorce. They said, wow. we didn't. You know, we didn't know this is what we were arguing about. We can we could figure this out. Um, yeah, that was shocking, right? Uh, wow, that's amazing. Amen to that. Mm -hmm. so definitely, I think that people can change. Um, I also think that when people are trying to change, you just can't suddenly take years and years of habits and attitudes and go, oh. I'm totally different. Flip a, flip a switch. Yeah. So when we realize that when we're stressed, if we're hungry, angry, lonely, like feeling like nobody understands us, um, hungry, angry, lonely, uh, tired, or um, scared, that puts us in the emotional part of our brain. And that's when we do what we automatically always did before. And if we realize what our default is, what comes naturally to us to react when it comes to money, then we can be more careful and say, oh, wait a minute. We probably need to have dinner before we have this conversation. Um, <laughs> you know, we, you know, maybe, maybe we need to go for a walk and just kind of stress out a little bit, de-stress mm -hmm. a little bit before we have these conversations. And if a spouse knows that, the other person is going through a difficult time and then they're stressed, then the spouse can say or do some things to, to put off these conversations or to say, or to make light of it or to, to bring mm -hmm. some humor into it of saying, wow, this is just a really bad time. Probably not the best time to have this conversation mm -hmm. to help, to help mitigate that. Yeah, by understanding your default response, especially when that response is a negative response, it allows you to recognize it before it happens or right as it's happening, 
and then realize, okay, this is my default response, and I know this response is negative. What what do I got to do to change that? Right. right? Um, react the opposite way, or take a step back and come back and revisit the, the topic or the conversation or the decision you need to make. So, uh, I think this is really helpful. Um, I've done it. I've like I said, I've, I've my wife's done it. It's really a big eye opener. I knew about money mind. I knew about. I mean. Uh, I've read a lot of stuff on money minds and whatnot in the past. I think Joe Duran had one, or has the money code, but just understanding this, the mindset behind the, the decisions we make, um, especially when it's related to money and when it comes to your spouse, is really being helpful. Uh, God bless you for your work and the, your time and effort that you've put into this. Um, I'm your stories. I'm sure there's a whole lot more stories you can tell us, um, which um, shows that this works. This works. This is another tool that couples can have in their pocket to use to help understand each other and help them realize that, yes, this may be my money habitude. And yes, it may be affecting them negatively, but we can evolve. We can change. Um, the top, the question I brought up the first time was, can our money habits change? Yes, I believe they can. Uh, one, intentionally, as we choose to evolve, if especially we know the decisions or our, our, when we know the negative, the negative uh, consequences for the default decisions we make. But also knowing that depending on the stage in life you are, your money habitude can can evolve. For instance, I was doing it with a, with a client the other day. And when they did that, uh, this generosity came on low, very low at the end of the, of the, of the habitudes. And for me, knowing this person, they're very generous. They would give their shirt off their, they would give the shirt off their back for everybody else. They would eat last. And it wasn't because of status. It wasn't because it was just because they truly love to give. But then what I realized during that session was that the stage of life he is in right now, it's hard for him to be generous because he's um, he's still trying to make ends meet. He's been through a divorce. He's been through a really bad stretch in the last couple of years. Um, and some of those, some of the, I mean, the reason why, one of the reasons why he's in that situation right now is because he's given of himself to everybody else. And that there's almost no nothing left to give. And so now he's trying to rebuild himself. And so when I saw generosity low on it, um, I, even though it made me it made me pause for a minute, it also helped me realize, oh, it's because of the stage he is in life right now. He's only trying to right now. He's really just trying to survive. He's trying to survive, having been through a divorce, having been through a hard time, having lost everything. He's trying to rebuild. So as generous as a person as he might be intrinsically, he's not in a position to be generous. And so he probably doesn't see himself as generous. And so that's probably why that the, the test came, generosity came low on that list. So having said that, it's honest, it, it's good to know that money habitudes can change if we really want to change them, especially because of the negative consequences of some of those, but also because we all couples, individuals go through different stages in life and those stages will pass and those changes stages will evolve. And so our money habitudes can evolve as long as uh, couples are having those conversations and you are aware of what those, what, what your default mindset is, it allows you to improve. So, um, 
Yotsul has really been great. Um, I want to say thank you for it. And um, it's it's been a real pleasure. Well, thank you. Uh, a couple of things before we wrap up. Uh, what's in store for you in terms of uh, anything anything new you're working on, anything that you'd like to share? Um, so I think um, the fact that we have it online can make it very easy for people, and it's relatively new online, but it can make it very mm-hmm. easy for people to just go online. Um, if there's a way for you to share some discounts, I we can talk later and I can give you some discounts. Um, <clears throat> but the the biggest thing that I'm involved in right now is trying to get out to more and more couples. Uh, we got mm-hmm. into a period where there were um, some really great conferences that we could easily access a lot of people. And now we're looking to to do that again because I think money is such a huge issue. And if people mm-hmm. don't talk about money, not about dollars and cents, but about what money means to them, Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to change. I know that you're in Canada. If people are looking to purchase it, um, I'll give you the information where they can. We actually have a Canadian distributor, so they can. Okay, great. Up in Canada, and I can give you that to you know put on your website as well. But it's career life skills. Uh, we'll have the the money habitudes. Uh, we just we are just so surprised that even though we've been out 16 years, it's only been, and and been very successful, it's only been fairly recently that people have been really willing to look at that there's a real emotional side of money. So Mm -hmm. now it's a very exciting time to be in this field and to be able to offer that to people and to make it more and more available for people to have these conversations. And for some of the couples who are not co-located, right? Either because of work or the military mm-hmm. or life, um, that they're living in two different places. It makes it even more difficult to talk about money. So the online version makes it a lot easier for people to look at their own money personality profile and then have that conversation with their spouse um, without it being a negative, but being a very positive experience. So that when they are together, they can really enjoy each other and they can have these conversations from different places as well. Yes, yes. Uh, we will definitely talk offline uh, to see what discounts we can offer listeners who want to purchase it or who want to um, either use it for themselves in their marriage or use it in their church or use it in their um, in their workplace for those who are counselors. Uh, we will leave... Um, in the show notes, I'll definitely leave some messages and we'll talk more about it and see how we can make this resource available to many more people out there because uh, we're in the business of save. I'm in the business of, I love marriages and I think marriage is a marriage is a God thing and any way we can help marriages and help couples. uh, We, we are definitely going to do that. Now, if people wanted to reach out to you, um, connect with you online, email, how can they do that? Um, the easiest thing is go to our website, which is Money Habitudes, all one word, H- Money H A B I T U D E S dot com. Um, you can email me through there. Uh, there's lots of information on there. You can find the online version there 
as well. And you can purchase anything that you want right there. Um, I'm always open for phone calls. I travel a lot, so I'm not the easiest person to get in touch with. <laughs> but <clears throat> my phone number is 406-361-8012. And I always answer my emails fairly quickly. So, um, you know, feel free. You know, when you mentioned churches, the other thing I would like to say is that a lot of churches are using this with couples um, mm -hmm. and using it in premarital classes as well as marriage enrichment classes. But another area that we've been working with are ministers that so frequently mm -hmm. pastors are in a very interesting place when it comes to money. They usually don't have very much of it um, mm. and they're counseling people. Uh, so we have, have a number of, of pastors now that are using it themselves and using it with their own spouses to help them understand how their habits and attitudes about money may affect the way that they um, save and spend their own money, but also the way they interact with other people. And usually they're very, you know, you mentioned giving, usually they're very giving people. Um, yeah. And we give in different ways, and sometimes it's helpful for them to have that opportunity to look at how they give and, and what their own values are. Right, right. This has been very helpful. Um, I'm sure by the time this this episode um, airs, uh, we will have some, Sibyl and I would be talking and see how we can offer discounts to our local churches around. Um, Sibyl, it's been such a pleasure. Um, I've loved our conversation. Um, I do hope to meet you in person uh, one of these days. <laughs> uh, maybe I can even get you to fly to Canada and, and see if we can uh, see if I can organize some um, some group some group conferences and some group meetings to just have even more conversations about money. I would love that. Thank you so much for inviting me, June. It was wonderful. My pleasure. So that was the rest of my interview with Sybil Solomon. I hope you enjoyed this interview. Please rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcast. Coming up next is Couples Corner with Ben and Jenny. This is a Dollar Savvy Show. This podcast is sponsored by GM Travels and Tours. Now, if you feel money is tight and the idea of traveling with your family is out of reach, GM Travels and Tours can help. Serving over 100-plus families to date, GAM Travels and Tours specialize in making travel affordable for you. With destinations in Canada to the U.S. and international, your next planned trip could be days away. One of the things I like about GAM Travels is, assuming you're, you're planning to travel next year, sometimes it's hard to figure out where the cash for that will come from. Well, GAM Travels has the perfect plan to help you make that vacation possible. Use the dollar savvy code TRAVELDSP, email GAMTravelsandTours at gmail.com. That's G-A-M-T-R-A-V-E-L-S-A-N-D-T-O-U-R-S at gmail.com and plan your next family vacation today. GAM Travels and Tours, travel affordably. So this is Couples Corner on the Dollar Savvy Show. We have Ben and Jenny joining us. Ben and Jenny, how are you guys today? We're doing very well, thank you. Thanks for having thank us. 
My pleasure. Thanks for coming on and um, sharing your story. Uh, ben, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, how long you guys been married? Yeah, so we've been married for eight years, and we have two young children, a seven-year-old daughter named Scarlett and a four-year-old son named Maverick. Um, Maverick? Yes. Yeah. That's a cool name. <laughs> Named after uh, the Top Gun movie. Yeah. <laughs> You're serious. <laughs> yeah. 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 So a little side note here, but Ben got kicked out of preschool and watched Top Gun every day of his childhood. Wow. <laughs> I didn't speak the language, which is why yeah. they kicked me out. Yeah. <laughs> the language, aka obedience, was the language. <laughs> yeah. So you gotta be pretty bad to be kicked out of preschool. Wow, that's a that's a pretty <laughs> neat side story. But now we have the most awesome name, so it's okay. It all worked out. Yeah, it is an awesome <laughs> name. He's very unique. <laughs> I've heard it. Besides in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, we've been happy little blessed family. And um, uh, I work as a UX designer for a technology company downtown. Uh, okay. Stay at home mom. Okay. So Ben, uh, sorry, well, let's go to Jenny this time around. How would you describe each other in terms of spending or spending or handling money? Um, I'm the saver. He's the spender. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Every marriage always has that, eh? It's yeah. just too opposite. It's normally reversed, though, I think, right? It's normally the girl that has, like, 30 pairs of shoes, and the husband's like, please, like, don't go shopping again. Well, typically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Ben's the spender. I guess Ben loves shoes. I yes. do. I yeah. do. It is a Nikes in particular. It is a constant uh -huh. source of uh, discussion <laughs> in my household about the size of my collection. Mm -hmm. um, he wants to put them on a the wall with shelves and lights, like Carrie Bradshaw and Sex in the City. Oh wow, that <laughs> is <laughs> that's serious. Yeah, but you know, it's kind of like a yin and a yang type of thing. You know, like mm -hmm. my spending balances out her saving and tendencies and that way you know we get what we need and we don't uh that's true we don't go into too much for your, um, <laughs> spending habits then i'd probably give everyone like thrifted gifts at christmas so mm. that someone will spend money <laughs> <laughs> so having such different personalities when it comes to money how have you evolved as a couple well, like I said, um, we're a single income family right now, um, but we weren't always that way when we first got married. Jenny mm. was working as well. Uh, we had a lot more financial flexibility. Um, definitely didn't have to track or stick as close to our budget. We also didn't have a mortgage back then. Yeah, we were just <laughs> renting and you know, didn't have kids yet, obviously, so our, um, our costs were a lot lower. Mm -hmm. um, now with the family, with the house and everything that comes with that, um, we definitely have to track much more closely where all the money is going and um, have to try to stick to it as close as possible. So, Ben, you would say that uh, obviously the, the, the responsibility of being a father and a husband and the things you've 
your family, you've been forced to, even though you're a natural spender, you've been forced to be more disciplined. Yes. Because that's what's needed to help your family, right? Yeah, and he's certainly not reckless. <laughs> he only buys two pairs at a time. <laughs> There's buy one, get one. Come on. There is never a go at the Nike store. <laughs> To be fair, my love language is gift giving, <laughs> so himself. I I will often you know leverage that to buy treats for the kids or buy um, you know send Jenny to the spa or something. That's um, true. And then you know her love language is much more like acts of service and this quality mm-hmm. time together. So yeah, I think we balance each other out nicely. That's good. That's really good to hear. One of the things that, that's encouraging that I'm hearing is the word we, uh, because that's one of the messages this podcast is looking to promote is to help couples understand that when you're married, it's a we, it's not an I, it's not mm-hmm. a me, it's a we. And it's encouraging to hear that. Now, what would you say your biggest challenge has been? Uh, is it or has it been a better roses since you got married? You guys just kind of clicked and no problems, no fights or arguments over money. We are stickingly sweet. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wouldn't say we've had a lot of fights. We don't really. Like yeah. I said, there's always that healthy tension mm-hmm. in the fact that I like to spend and she likes to save. Um, I think the biggest challenge in our married life, though, has probably been um, going from the dual incomes down to the single. Um, and that was a decision that, you know, we made as a, as a family to, mm-hmm. to do that so that we could invest in our kids. Um, mm-hmm. especially when, when they're at this young age, you know, just having them have that extra time, um, with their own parents rather than relying on, uh, daycare or anything like that. Um, and we realize, you know, it's a it's a privilege that we even have that decision to be able to make. So right. um, we we definitely take that um, very seriously. And the sacrifices that we've had to make to do that just means that, you know, maybe we're not able to take as big or long a vacation or maybe, you know, not quite as many gifts on Christmas or, or, you know, we drive used cars rather than the latest ones or mm-hmm. like that. And plus Jenny's like a super couponer for groceries. So that always ah. I save so much money. Jenny, you must like the flip app then. Love it. Look at my app usage. It's probably like number one. <laughs> well, if it helps you save money. Pardon? I said, if it helps you save money for sure. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. So do you homeschool? No. Okay. Our kids are in school. So um, Mavi just finished JK. Okay. It's going into grade two. Yeah. Okay. So I'm a stay-at-home mom with kids at school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically just a housewife now. <laughs> but, but you know what? I One of the things I like, though, about that is the ability for – want parents at least to be home to be able to pick up the kids and help with their homework and things like that. When two parents are working, it's doable. It's just a lot more strenuous in terms of challenging. The other thing too is actually, so um, Mavi is, he has like very severe speech needs. So like this year, it's like I would get him three times a week from school and take him to speech therapy. So Mm. working just wasn't really like that wouldn't fit in with a 
Right. If so, you had to work, that would be extremely tough. Be more to challenging. Yeah. We're really thankful for that, for sure. Mm-hmm. That that definitely, you know, it's amazing. I mean, the way God works these things out, that you can afford to do that and stay home and, and watch and be there for your kids as they grow up. And one of the things I'm, themes I'm picking up from your relationship is just how comfortable you are with each other, how comfortable you are with talking about money. One of the things I'm hearing is we, us, we decided, um, and that's really encouraging to hear. And that's one of the messages we're looking to promote with this podcast and with this Couples Corner segment is that uh, it's a we. Married is a we. It's a us, not a I, not a me. And to help couples find unity. And it looks like you guys are doing that, uh, which is awesome to hear. What advice would you give couples, though, who maybe don't quite have it as easy as you guys, who are maybe always fighting about money or finding it hard to find that common ground? See, it's just money. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I remember, like, years ago when Ben had lost his job. And obviously, like, I I was staying home at that point. Like, I didn't um, go find, like, a job or anything. In the meantime, Scarlett was only, what, like, one? Yeah. If that, like, she was really little. And just kind of, like, thinking to ourselves, like, you know, like, yeah, it's like, sure, it's like we could have let the stress affect us and fight about it. But I just remember thinking, like, five years from now, like, we're probably not going to miss this money that we don't have right now. Mm -hmm. And we have really sweet opportunities now for you to be around and, like, see Scarlett at a stage of her life that otherwise you wouldn't. Right. Right. Like, it's money. It's temporary. Like, it's not. Yeah. And no, it's not. That's something all that end all. it's something that our our faith has really contributed to mm-hmm. um, our our approach to money, you know, using it as more of a, a tool to help with the rest of our life rather than viewing it as the goal or right. you know the the thing about working in life. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we've just been able to have a very loose grip on our money, understanding that everything ultimately comes from God and belongs to God, um, has really shaped our attitudes towards finances. You're definitely right on that. I think I know for sure that just knowing that God owns it all and he is the giver and he is the one that provides and he is the one um, whom we have to give account of account too in terms of how we use our money definitely gives you a different perspective on on money and just like you said it's jenny it's just money Mm -hmm. right um money not being an idol uh, money not being a god or even what money can do for you not being an idol for you yeah is that one of the messages you probably give just hearing your story is yeah i'd say so and we we understand you know um, people coming from different backgrounds might have a lot more struggles in terms of having sufficient finances. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, if you just have this attitude of gratitude in terms of thanking God for what you do have um, and then trusting him to provide for what you need in the future, then um it really lowers the anxiety that you feel towards money and and the fear, which is, I think, what is the major driver in terms of disagreements on money is really just driven by fear. So. Fear. Yeah. 
that's wise words, wise advice, and so <laughs> wise advice. Jenny, anything else you want to add? No, I think he covered up. That's mm -hmm. really good. Yeah. You don't want to point out my, anything else about my shoes? Oh, I thought you just meant like to people who are fighting about oh. money. <laughs> I can talk about shoes if you want me to. <laughs> That's probably not a conversation that we can finish tonight. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's best to do it when it's being recorded, so I have proof later. <laughs> yes, you have it on wax. Yeah. But Ben and, J and Jenny, it's been a pleasure having you guys. Thank you very much for sharing your story. Yeah. This has been Couples Corner. Real stories, real struggles, real life, but real hope. Thank you very much for your time. Thanks. Thank you. Have a good one. My pleasure. Thank you so much for listening to the Dollar Savvy Podcast. You can find us at sacapital.ca slash podcast. And you can reach us at 1-888-365-8883, extension 377. Or send us an email at podcast at sacapital.ca. You've been listening to the Dollar Savvy Podcast. I'm your host, Show Adeyemi. Thank you. Madden and Mitchell Media.